Get ready to uncover, develop, and celebrate the greatest you you can be. Welcome to the Live the Good Life Show with Sabrina Wright, connecting your physical and spiritual self. Sabrina is a holistic health and wellness advocate, consultant, encourager, and therapist here to help you dive into self-care so you can be your own greatest advocate. Could you use a little direction? Sabrina takes a holistic, multifaceted approach. No part of your well-being is left behind. We all want to feel healthy, happy, and whole. So let's get to it. The Live the Good Life show starts now. Hi, everybody. Welcome. My name is Sabrina Wright, and I'm your host today. And I just want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank the Dr. Pat show. And I also want to thank Dr. Pat for the opportunity that we have today to be together. I am super excited about our our guest today. Um, And before I introduce her, if you're not familiar with me, I just want to give you just a little tidbit of information. I'm a wellness advocate and speaker. I'm a chronic pain educator and mentor, and I also am a body worker. My, uh, if you want to contact me, you can go to my website. It's www.therightwrightbalance.com. And I'm offering a free clarity call it out. But today, what's really super exciting is my guest and what we're going to be talking about today. My guest is Lisa Wynn Salvatore. And let me tell you a little bit about Lisa. Lisa is nationally licensed and certified in the field of alternative wellness management. She's fused together formal studies of nutrition and allied health sciences with energy healing, applied kinesiology, somatic releases, physiognomy, aromatherapy, massage therapy, meditation, and aesthetics. Lisa's passion is for well, her passion for well-being extends not only to humans, but also into the animal world as well. She's impassioned about saving Indian elephants. As the alternative wellness advocate for Wildlife SOS, This is a conservation nonprofit. Lisa has traveled to India to work with these amazing sentient beings. Lisa's also a formulator of Pure Pits organic deodorant produced by her all-woman run company, Purely Lisa LLC. Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sabrina. Honored to be here. I'm super excited because this first out, well, okay, so this is a bonus day. I don't know if everybody knows this, but this is a bonus day. We get to talk to Lisa for two hours. And this first hour, we're going to be talking about meditation, mindfulness, how to cultivate stillness, and manifesting the life that you seek. So as an alternative wellness advocate and meditation mentor and life coach, Give us a background of alternative wellness and how that works and how you work with it in nutrition, overall health and well-being. Sure, sure. Well, I I started out in this in a very uh, young age, influenced by my beautiful mother. And I was, I guess she always knew I beat to a different drum. She was giving me books of Wayne Dyer and uh, 
you know, the secret life of plants and <laughs> when I was in ninth grade. So it all began at a very, very young age for me. So it was, it was sort of like I started off in, in aesthetics and it was like peeling back the layers of an onion and I just went deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into all of the things that you mentioned. And then put them all, that whole culmination together. And that's when I really came out with my embodyandembrace.com website and put okay. it just a collaboration of work. So I, I really, my, my passion really is just being able to utilize uh, powerful and intuitive types of questions to really help people go beyond and transcend to what their deepest yearnings are. And, and we'll start that really with what I believe is one of the most important things, and that is mindfulness, meditation, and stillness, especially in, in a, the world that we have today. I feel it's really true. Well, well, Lisa, how did meditation change your life? Because yeah. I, I would imagine that's really, it's the experiences that you've had that you know how powerful it is. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think it came, it was about 11 years ago prior to me even really getting certified as, as a teacher at the McLean Meditation Institute in Sedona. And um, it was such a wonderful program. But prior to that, I had incurred some, some tough uh, personal life. Uh, my, my father had passed away. There, there was a lot going on. And I thought the best way for me to really navigate these times was to go inward. And I really do feel mm -hmm. that going inward is the only way out. Uh, and, and, you know, many times there are people who, um, there are some people that can't meditate if there's, if there's mental challenges in, in the brain and, and, you know, so on and so forth, but we can still give them things that will be meditative for them, whether mm -hmm. that, you know, using some sort of tool to, to allow them to have their own creative expression. So for me, it's, it's really about, you know, really what is meditation? It, it just refers to modern and ancient techniques and practices that settle the nervous system and train the brain to be more focused, more engaged, less reactive, more responsive. And really the origins are just from yoga, which means to yoke or to join. And so mm. we're going to join our awareness to everything that we do in life. And, and this really creates a much more mindful, centered, focused life. And so for me, that's where a lot of it began was about 11 years ago. So would you say that everybody really can benefit from a practice of meditation? No doubt. Absolutely. I have seen profound uh, transformations. In fact, I think it's probably my greatest passion is, is always has been helping people and serving people in a way that you can visibly, and, and, and it also, um, there's a tactile sense to it, to a feeling when you witness somebody make this transition. Now, during that transition, it could be something that's, you know, uh, traumatic or something really exciting or whatever it is to watch people after they've been sitting in a meditation and open their eyes is just a beautiful thing because you can see and feel that that transformation happening right there before your eyes. And there's a great, great joy in that for me. So can you break it down a little bit more? 
Sure. So, so we, we've gotten to really what is meditation. So, so why uh-huh. do we, why do we meditate? Let's let's go with that. We meditate to, to do things like relieve insomnia or uh, helping to transition through difficult times, like what I went through. Uh, reducing stress or finding wellness, gaining a deep understanding of your own and others' emotions, and that's what's really important too. So, you know, that's where. It also increases your mental focus and your, your capabilities for making better decisions. And it eventually just leads you to um, a more soul-centered life, really. And, and it's a training as well. It's, it's a training that can alter our brains. And we'll go into a little bit about that um, neuroplasticity. But getting back to that, so, so those are just a few of the things that it happens as to really why we meditate. But then we have to go into the misconceptions right away because that's something I think that the first thing many people do is say is that, oh, I can't meditate. And you ask, why is that? Well, because I think too much. And that's precisely why we want to meditate even more because it doesn't matter. The brain is designed to have anywhere from 60,000 to 100,000 thoughts a day. So it's not about really, there's chatter going on sometimes for me uh, with meditation still. So it's, it's really, how are we responding to that? It's, it's something about you and I had spoken once before about watching the storm. We can't stop the storm, but what we can do is we can acknowledge and allow that the storm is happening and how we're going to sit through that until the storm passes. So, so it really is learning how to be still. It is learning how to be still, yes. And it's also, let, let's go through the misconceptions of, you know, okay, so the thoughts, it doesn't matter how many thoughts you have. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're falling asleep. I mean, yes, we would like for you to stay aware and stay present. You don't have to sit cross-legged. You don't have to burn candles or incense if you like. And it's not hard. It doesn't require really any special form of concentration other than the fact that it's natural and it's effortless. And if we just can, can turn in to start with five minutes a day, it's also not about experiencing, you know, the other world or mystical happenings, which can happen and do happen for people. It's just about having a great life and just being you, whatever that, that you is and however that really unfolds. Okay, so we've gone through what is meditation, why do we meditate, and then the benefits of meditation. These are huge, the benefits, you know, creating a deep physical rest, dissolving and releasing stress and tension and reducing toxicity in the body. We also can create a better mind-body connection just in enhancing our own healing capabilities, which really will optimize our health, our killer T cells, uh, our heart health, normalizing blood pressure, uh, you know, lowers cholesterol, improves circulation, digestion, and then we can go into relieving chronic pain, that's a big one for a lot of people. And you know this with, with the work that you, you do with uh-huh. chronic It is very debilitating. So we can also look at it reduces allergies and arthritis and uh, insomnia, indigestion. We could go on to a whole list of things. Uh-huh. I think that sounds pretty good. You know, just, just starting with some very basics and, you know, sleep problems. And sleep, you know, our, our country is so sleep deprived. And, and this is something you hear a lot uh, about people is that I, I can't sleep or I get to sleep and I wake up. So, you know, 
it also brings about an increased flow of energy and releases endorphins. And endorphins are our happy hormones. We, we want those. And it increases our DHEA, our youth hormones. Um, and so reducing some of this mental uh, reactivity gives us the ability to amplify and change some of these unhealthy habits. And, and there, in turn, will also lower our cortisol and our adrenaline. And that's pretty unique as well. All mm -hmm. by us going inward and being still and staying present with really what is without really trying to change anything because we're there to really acknowledge it. So many times, like for example, I had a student who had a problem with a shoulder at the beginning of a meditation. It was really bothering her. I could see her moving around. And at the end I said to her, how are you feeling? She said, my pain just went away, mm. just went away. Because often that stress response causes this, this constriction in our body in many different ways. We could, we could look at that, how it could really impede uh, neurologic pathways, muscular pathways, whatever that may be for you. And, and mm -hmm. there's a real physical chronic pain that we, that we know of too. So I, I think um, there's just so many benefits to it. So we, we go through that. And then of course, the, get that increasing that mental clarity is one I think is, is really important. The neuroplasticity, you know, neuro relating to the nervous system, plasticity relating to, you know, how flexible is that brain? So over time, we, we have much better control over our emotions. And when we think about emotions, really, what are they? They're energy in motion. Perfect. Think, that's how I like to think of, of emotions, energy and motion. So then we can become really more able to be, remain calm in a tense situation, serene, peaceful, have a more positive outlook on life. Uh, when you change your thoughts, it changes the brain. And when you change the brain in, in that essence, it just makes better decision-making and clarity. Huh. And don't we all want more clarity? Oh, sure. And especially now, I mean, yeah. as of the last couple of years, well, we're going to take a break right now. <clears throat> and, I, and before we go to break, I just want to let everybody know that this is actually a call in show. So you can call in and ask Lisa questions. And the phone number is 1-800-930-2819. Again, that's 1-800-930-2819. Call in, ask Lisa your questions. And when we come back, Lisa, let's talk a little bit more about um, where to start. Okay. What type of a meditation to start with? Sure. If you're brand new to meditation. This is um, Live the Good Life Show. My name is Sabrina Wright, and I'm here with Lisa Wynn Salvatore. We'll catch you when when we get back, okay? How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. 
Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. There is divinity within you. Join Lisa Belt on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable, twice a month, and find that divinity that you deserve. Lisa will help you feel encouraged, empowered, and realize that you're not alone on your journey. With Lisa, address the foundation, the frame, and the finish of your dreams and become truly unshakable. Do you feel like you and your significant other have lost their initial spark? Then let Coach Martez and Wadrina guide you to strengthen your love and reignite that spark on the Coach Martez and Wadrina Layton Show on Transformation Talk Radio. Understanding love, accepting truth, and changing perspective. For more information, make sure you go to dreambuilderscoaching.net. That is dreambuilderscoaching.net. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Live the Good Life Show, and I'm your host, Sabrina Wright. We are talking in this first hour about meditation, mindfulness, and manifesting your desires. What's lovely is that Lisa's here to give us a template, an overview of the three keys some five essentials necessary. So she's going to walk us through that roadmap. She is also giving away a free consultation. Lisa, what? tell us a little bit about that consultation. Well, the consultation is uh, really more about the Embody and Embrace program where I am using powerful intuitive uh, questions to help co-create a customized program to help you cultivate, explore, access, and activate really what your deepest, your heart's yearning really are. So we'll spend an hour together and um, we'll take it from there. Fantastic. So please, if you want to be able to receive one of these consultations, call into the show, leave your name, so the phone number is 1-800-930-2819. Leave your name, your phone number, and your email address. Okay? So uh, thank you, Lisa. That's so generous of you to Ooh, offer. Happy to do it. That. Mm-hmm. And so let's just talk about the, the three keys to meditation. And you asked the question really, you know, how do people get you know, into this? Well, the very, very first thing is going to be your willingness. The second thing is going to be a, a non-judgmental approach and a, a gentle attention. 
And the third thing is just going to be a focus that you pay a gentle attention to. So that's, that's the three keys to really want to do. The five essentials really is, number one, it's okay to have thoughts. Number two, don't try too hard. Number three, just let go of expectations. Number four is my very favorite. Be kind to yourself, right? Be loving and kind to yourself. Number five is stick with it. And I'm going to actually add in the sixth one is really keep a beginner's mind. Every time I sit down and meditate, I haven't missed a day in 11 years. Your desires in meditation are really informed by your intention when you sit down. So every time I sit down, it's like it's been, it's the first time I'm doing it because I can just really wipe out any of the thoughts and patterns and expectations. I'm just sitting there allowing. And of course, the best time to meditate is right when we wake up. And the second time would be what I call happy hour in the afternoon. So the other thing I, I want to mention too about really the way that stress is released through meditation, and there's, there's three ways here. One is movement of the mind. So that's that mental activity. Many mm-hmm. times after I do certain sessions with people is that they feel tired, they feel exhausted. It's okay. Wonderful. Rest. That's your body, body's way of telling you. The body is so intelligent. The second one is movement of emotions. That could be crying, laughter, tears of, of whatever. It could be joy, it could be sadness, it could be whatever. So it's just that stress dissolving. And the third thing is movement of the body. And that could be pain, uh, a sensation of warm or cool, or the body. Often when I, I see people in a class, you know, you'll see a, somebody jerk their body. It's okay, it's all good. So when you get into meditation, Again, your desires are just informed by your, your initial intention when you sit down that day. They flow through you on purpose. They're not accidental. Never accidental. The desires lead you to somewhere or to something, so don't resist them. Just release the attachment and the outcome and just be. Just be still. And be amazed, really, those, those aha moments just come to you. Yes. I like that part. Just be still, just be. That is so hard in our, in our current culture and our modern day. Lisa, we've got a couple of callers on the line. Um, Caller number one, free, uh, excuse me, three feathers from Seattle. Welcome to live the good life show. You have a question. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Perfect. Um, well, I just wanted to um, to call in and connect because you're talking about all my favorite things, and I have just recently been moved and guided to start an online like support group for people that have suffered from narcissistic abuse because there seems to be an enormous, huge, gigantic need for that, and it causes trauma. It's like complex PTSD causes trauma in the brain, which causes dysregulation in your thoughts or actions during overwhelm, like a PTSD response, for example, or something not that major, just being overwhelmed with too much data or input. And so um, I have recently learned that meditation, and I did used to have a regular practice, traveling so nothing is regular, 
Um, I learned that meditation heals trauma in the brain. Could you talk about that? Is that part of the neuroplasticity that you were speaking of? Because this is also things I want to share with this group that I'm going to begin. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, good question. And, and you mentioned PTSD. So I'll, I'll just give you a little nugget of what we learned long ago, too, is that if you're dealing with somebody with PTSD, first of all, uh, you may not want to have them close their eyes. They can leave their yes, eyes half Yes, and I suggested that actually during one of our support groups that I'm in, which is leading to me creating another one, is to yeah. do the tip of the nose meditation. Is that what you're going to do where you're well, leaving? Not even. It's whatever is comfortable for them. Also make sure that a door is open, right? There has to be an, an easy access if somebody feels uh, trapped. So make sure that a door is open or that, or that if you know that that particular person may have a struggle, make sure that they're near the door in case they just want to get up and excuse themselves so that, you know, they're, they're in an allowing state and if they need to move, they can. Okay. Excellent. So, well, we're doing this online, so we're not going to have to deal with the physical part right now, but that's great for future events. Thank you. Right, but even if you are online and, and you may want to suggest that, that they're in a more comfortable spot, you could do that too. So yeah, the neuroplasticity is, is one of my favorite um, pieces. Again, it, it, it's really a training that alters the landscape of the brain. And if you were to look at some of the studies that were in uh, University of Wisconsin, where they often do, I think the Dalai Lama has been there quite a few times, and doing brain mapping, you'll see what even one slow, full, deep breath can do in the relaxation of the brain. Because what happens is that that reptilian part of the brain is the brain that keeps us sort of stuck. It's the old, oh, I can't do it. It's the old part. I'm never going to be able to get out of this. I'm, and it's very easy it's for that, yeah. that part of the brain to rear. So I think that um, over time, again, when, when I spoke about you'll have a better control over your emotions and be able to really get in touch with a more calm, serene, uh, peaceful self. And, and that really changes that particular person's outlook on their life. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the really the breath is what I always call home. So if there's ever a struggle when you're in meditation that way, you can just always come back to the breath. And again, keeping the eyes open, they can be half capped. They don't have to be focused really on anything. Uh, you want to make sure that the space that you're holding is a space that's a really comfortable positive space, even if it's on Zoom, because we can do that on Zoom. Thank goodness. Right. Absolutely. That makes Great. sense. I have yeah. another question too. Um, if you're, if you're through. Sure. Okay. Um, it has to do with healing of the brain because as there are, you know, kind of trauma causes holes in the brain and the meditation heals it. Um, I've discovered something else. I'm very, body oriented and um, I feel things and process things and I have a moving meditation with the yoga and I heal in that manner and so my body kind of moves on its own and um, when if I intend or think about that I want some, you know I need help with my brain my hands will literally start tapping 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 and almost like you know during a PTSD response I wanted to like just happened one spot on my head and it reminded me of how some people that are mentally challenged will bang their head on a wall or will completely hit themselves in the head over and over and my automatic body response from the innate healing system within seemed to be that it was healing the brain on its own 
as I allowed it to do. Mm-hmm. If I allowed right. it okay. to feel. Right. Right. Okay. So that's, that was something I just spoke about in terms of the way that sort of stress is responding in the body, which could be that movement that movement of the mind, movement of the emotion and the movement of the actual body, the pain, the jerks, uh, tapping. Yeah. Well, and how, how that started for me was actually in mudras many years ago, my hands would move into mudras during meditation, just very slight and simple. And then I would be activating meridians and moving energy and yeah. Right. So, keep so, so you're, so you're very, you yourself then are very tapped into, uh, even some of the quantum field. And I, I don't, we don't have time to go uh, to go into that uh, really today, but that's a whole nother area too, that you're, you're able to access. And that, that's a beautiful thing. Sounds yeah. like you guys need to have a conversation <laughs> and, and Lisa, how would three feathers get in contact with you? Um, she can go to my uh, embodyandembrace.com website. It's all one word, E-M-B-O-D-Y-A-N-D-E-M-B-R-A-C-E.com. And there's my contact pages right there. Perfect. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you, Thank so you three much. callers, for calling in. We've got uh, caller two who's patiently been waiting. Rosa, she's from Seattle as well. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Rosa. Hi. So I'm calling because um, I'm a 57-year-old woman, pretty healthy. And in the last few months, um, they have been doing checks on me because my kidneys are not working at 100%. My high blood pressure has upset them. And it's a slight damage, but my mother died from going to dialysis and my uncle also had kidney problems so I'm concerned I'm I'm changing my diet eating less salt but um I don't know what I'm asking for if you have anything yeah I think I think really um what I'm hearing you say is that you you want to take a better charge of your life in a preventative manner would that be correct Well, yeah, I would like this not to deteriorate to the point that I have to go to dialysis. I know what it is. I saw my mother. Have you had any experience with meditation? Yeah, yeah. I'm taking high blood pressure medication. And also I went to to Bastyr University and I'm taking some naturopath. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I meant have you ever experienced with meditation, not medication? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Meditation. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of contemplation and I spend time quiet. Um, I don't do formal formal meditation. Okay. Well, what what I I, what I could that that would be the first thing I would think about is if you have um, if, if that is appealing to you, as I would start with some meditation. And there's something called yoga nidra which you can go okay. online. There's several people uh, that do it. Okay. And you can do that lying down. And I think that's also a really nice way to relax into your healing because um, it, when you are presented with something that's a challenge in your health, you want to yeah. be able to approach that in a, a gentle, open manner. So I would suggest um, uh, somebody, I'm sure there's some local people where you are that could help you with meditation. There's also some uh, insight timers, a wonderful app. There's wonderful teachers on there. 
And some of them are even specific to things that are going on uh, anatomically in the body and physiologic physiologically in the body. So I would recommend that. Okay. Yoga Nidra. Okay. Yoga Nidra, N-I-D-R-A. And it's and you can do that lying down. And I think that that's, uh, something is telling me that that might be something that might be helpful to you. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, actually it will be the best way for me to meditate. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you, thank you very Rosa. Much. Thanks for calling in. Lisa, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, they can just go to my website at bodyandembrace.com and there's a contact page there and they can just email me. Perfect. Thank you so much, callers. If you have questions, our show number is 1-800-930-2819. We're going to go for a break. Figure out what your questions are and meet us back here after the break. Thanks, Lisa. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. champion your life with me leanne champion first and third wednesdays at 1 p.m pacific time on transformationtalkradio.com that new gym membership might help you get fit but what about emotional fitness jump into the rushing waters of personal growth don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled visit championyourlife.com and let's do this together Know your own divine magic and extend peace and love to all with Reiki master and author Brett Bevel. Brett offers empowering solutions with energy healing modalities, magical awakening, and psychic Reiki. Brett's latest book, Healing Racism Within, A Lightworker's Guide, draws on his own journey of growing up in a racist community and healing childhood trauma. For more on the most cutting-edge energy healing techniques, visit brettbevel.com. Illuminate your inner framework now with Shelley Hoffberg and Stephanie Salt on the show Intuitive Diagnostics on Psychic Horizons. For you to find the keys to your highest path, it is vital that you see what is happening within your inner metric of you and those around you. They'll help you utilize soul architecture so that you can unravel the highest plan of life actualization for you. Manifest your unique life mission now every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It is time to get inspired to take action in your life. Tune in to Emotional Elevation with me, Susan Denae. We are identifying, understanding, and treating our crazy one episode at a time. We all have crazy in our lives. The thing that sets us apart is how we deal with it. And I've got you covered. Enjoy your journey. You are worth it. Visit SusanDenae.com. That's D-E-N-E-E.com. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion. With me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnutsonSpeaks.com. Ah, great music. Benny, you are so good at that. Why, thank you. I love that. Um, that would be, I think, my my music of choice, very faint in the background to meditate to. Benny, what, what is that? In fact, that's exactly what it is. I don't have a name for it. It's kind of a generic borrowed uh, meditation song from actually from the network. Oh. So I can get okay. it for you after. I like it. Yeah, it is. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is Live the Good Life Show. And I'm your host, Sabrina Wright. And today we're talking with Lisa Wentzalvatore. And we're talking about in this hour, because today's a bonus day. We get Lisa for two full hours. So this first hour, we're talking about meditation, mindfulness, and ultimately how manifesting your desires happen that way, right? Yes. Um, Lisa, you know, it's funny. In the work that I do and with my clients, initially, they're dealing with chronic pain and they just want it to go away. So anything short of surgery, and they're all about doing it. And yet what I find the most with clients is they don't have time. Okay, so let's talk about it. And I, I don't want to forget, you mentioned something with the music too. Let's, let's talk about, I don't have time. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I hear in a day that I don't have time to meditate. So they may say, uh, I'm up, I get up at five in the morning and all I say is get up at 4.45 because 15 minutes isn't really gonna make that difference, but it's going to make an enormous difference in how the rest of your day goes. Right. So, so create, I get up at five. I make sure I, I don't ever miss a meditation. Even when I've been ill, I make sure I get something in that I know is gonna benefit my body my mind, my soul, and that I am nourishing myself with that mindfulness and, and being kind to myself. So we as humans are really good at making up excuses as to why we can't do something. So the first thing, if you really want to begin to meditate and experience that is <clears throat> set your alarm, get up a couple minutes earlier, ideally, We'd like to be able to have the goal of meditating 20 minutes in the morning and then a few minutes in stillness. Very, very important how we come out of meditation very slowly. Same thing for the second time in the afternoon, the happy hour time, is we can get another 20 minutes in. I have uh, guys who I have taught who are Wall Streeters who got on the train here in and out of New mm -hmm. York, and they meditate on the train. You wow, can, that seems so hard to imagine. Right? And, and I've done it in airports where times where I've had, uh, I'll give you an example, my father's funeral. I flew down and I, had, I got stuck in Memphis and I had seven flight changes. Seven. And every time there was one more flight change, you'd hear all of this angst and people yelling and screaming and carrying on. I just went, Ooh, okay, I'm going to go off to that corner over there. And I'm just going to close my eyes and breathe. Nobody knew what I was doing. They probably just thought I was sleeping. So right then and there, I had a, a, a choice point. And this is what I like so much about meditation is that we always have choices. So it was my choice to go and feel calmer. It was a stressful situation. 
I was coming through some pretty heavy grief. I was just coming mm -hmm. through funeral. And I thought, how can I take this opportunity to feel better and to, to nourish me? And that's exactly what I did each time. And I got on that flight and it was like, yeah, okay, we're on our way home now. I think it's key that you said that it's nourishing you as the individual. When you take the time, it's the benefit for yourself. And when we choose to do that, we show up better. We serve better. We're just better for it. Yes, we Five are. Five minutes, 20 minutes. I mean, really. Hey, start off with one minute. Start off with some nice, slow, deep, nourishing, expansive breath. Just one breath can restore the nervous system. Uh-huh. Everybody has time. It's a habit. It's like forming habits. Is this, when I teach an eight-week course with meditation, which it can teach you know, over Zoom, you can do it through anything. Right. That's one of the things is that you talk about is that eight weeks really builds a habit, just like brushing your teeth, washing your face, taking your shower, doing whatever you're doing. Meditation becomes a habit. It becomes the most healthy habit you can ever have. So... I think that that's pretty important. So, you know, we want to remember those five essentials about it's okay to have thoughts. We don't want to try too hard. We're going to let go of those expectations. We're going to be so kind and loving to ourselves. We're going to stick with it. And we're just going to sit down like every time it's a beginner's mind. We're just in, incurring a new experience. It's about the art of allowing without getting into the, the judgment and what time is it. With, you know, just, <laughs> Just one minute. Bless you. A little spring sneeze. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So I think that that's pretty important because we, as we've already spoken about all of the um, benefits and we have the spiritual benefit, anything that we do is going to help heighten that optimal health that we're all striving for we want to feel good but it's well, okay. and, I, yeah. and it's okay and i think that right now focus has become incrementally more uh intense on well-being and wellness and how that's different than being healthy right now i know your background has nutrition in it and all aspects of wellness just a little bit <clears throat> if we're starting with the breath and we're starting with giving ourselves giving ourselves the gift of 20 minutes in the morning what's the next piece to it <clears throat> well you know you don't even have to start with 20 minutes you start with five minutes okay okay start with five minutes and then do five minutes in the afternoon and here's the other thing. There's different types of meditations. We can do a walking meditation. We were taught uh, at school, I remember our teacher had us do, um, what was it, a raspberry and a blackberry. And we had to take a couple minutes to chew one piece of fruit. So there's that experiment too. Oh. There's many different ways to, and, and or doing something that feels meditative as the last caller yeah. talking about uh, some of the movement she was experiencing was kind of meditation in movement, which is really what, what yoga is, right? I mean, uh -huh. it really is that. 
So it's just a matter of going back to the three keys of the meditation, which is your willingness just to do it and with a non-judgmental approach and something that you're going to pay a gentle attention to, like your breath, you know? Um, so there's no expectation of a particular outcome. Never, never an expectation. It's just to sit down and do it. Because in sitting down and doing it, that's when all of these aha moments kind of come. Sometimes they're during a meditation. Sometimes they're later on in the day. Sometimes it, it could be a, a week from then. The point is, is that you are developing a really healthy habit. And I think that that's the most important part because we already know that there's physiologically so many points where meditation is just off the charts of, of how it can help us in so many different ways. And, and in particular too, with uh, one's feeling of interconnectedness with the rest of the world in a world that is very challenged right now. There, there's so much uh, sadness and, and so much angst and there's been so much uh, difficulty mm -hmm. these last couple of years and, and people losing businesses and it, it's been incredibly hard. So this is the time, the most important time to take that time to step back and go inward. I keep saying that, go inward, go inward because there's no other way out. Got to go in first. So True. And <clears throat> As I've, I've personally worked with you, <clears throat> what I have found is that when I do that, when I take the time and I am really open, not expecting a specific answer to a specific question, I'm really open. What I realize are some things that I've been held or bound by that really did not authentically resonate with my spirit or who I am or what I believe in. Right, right. Because when you're in that space, I'm going to use that word space, and if the art of just allowing, you just become the gentle observer of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. right? That's all we're doing. We, we are just in observation. We're not, but, but we're, as humans, when I go back into that reptilian brain, um, we get caught, we get stuck in, in these belief systems. And, and this is why mantras, I, I didn't go heavily into mantras, but there's a whole nother component of why mantras can be so incredibly beneficial because it's a, a quality, a sound quality or a tool that will help interrupt that thought. And again, that's where when you're just sitting down, your, your desires and meditations really are just informed by your initial intention when you or resolve when you sit down. That's all that really matters. After that, you just let those flow. Again, they're, they're there for a purpose. They're not accidental. And you just allow them to flow through you. It's amazing what can come and go and release and what you can uh, acknowledge as well. And, and there's where some of these aha moments come in. Because from there, we're really able to make a much more grounded decision. This, this choice point is, is really important of where we're gonna go from point A to point B. If we're in a constant flutter all the time, if we're in the middle of the eye of that storm, we have to know how to respond to that storm because the storm is going to come and it's going to pass. 
but how we react to it is what's really important. So exactly. Whirling in that storm and trying to stop it, we, we, we can't stop it. We can't stop it. But what we can do is engage our brain with that focus and that intention and, and that feeling of feeling less reactive where we're in a state of an acceptance, a state of allowing. And I think that's what's really key too, is just allowing those thoughts and feelings to come up. I think that-, that It that. sounds simple. <laughs> and it I, love, I love simple. Yeah, and it is. And that's just the thing about the misconceptions that, that we went through is that it's not hard. It doesn't require it. We, we don't have to go to the, uh, the athletic store to buy certain clothes to meditate in. <laughs> we just don't. We don't need anything fancy. We're not running off to, them, to these stores to go get gear. You know, we are just sitting down. And as Sadhguru, one of my favorite uh, mentors who I've studied with quite a bit, says, just sit down and shut up. <laughs> I mean, it is that simple really is it is that simple we make it complicated us as humans we make it more complicated than it needs to be because it's a natural process it's effortless and again you don't have to sit cross-legged just sit with your feet flat on the floor or, or is that the caller rosa had mentioned you know it'd be good for me to lie down do yoga nidra if it's nourishing if you fall asleep sleep is still nourishing right we're not really? gonna, we're not going to judge that if we're in a sitting meditation, many times, you know, the, the beginner's nod. This is what I see a lot. And that's okay. It's the body's way of just, you know, alleviating the stress. So don't overcomplicate meditation because, again, there are so many meditation apps. Um, you did mention music, and I am going to say something about that. I prefer, uh -huh. I prefer not to uh, have music on when I'm teaching anybody how to meditate because I want them to tune into them. Um. Mm -hmm. It's great and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and all of that, singing bowls, uh, you know, gongs, everything. But initially, when you really want to sit down and learn meditation, you want to go inward and you don't want the distractions. So we have to turn off our phones. We have to, you know, not pay attention to the dog or the cat nudging us, you know, all these other outside things that are going on. So we have to prepare for that. Make sure that our phones are off. If you're using a timer on your phone, that, you know, that, that's fine. Many people use the meditation apps, which I, which I love. Um, so I, th I think that that's the other thing you have to pay attention to is creating the environment for you to do that. So that just means getting up a few minutes earlier, starting with those first couple of minutes, go find your favorite place in your house. That's what I do. I come out and I go into my living room. My dog comes up to, you know, you always to the left of me. He used to, when he was a puppy, he would, when I'd sit cross-legged, he would curl up in my lap. I'd be keep chanting. I would do everything. And he never budged a bit because the dogs come to you because they also want the grounding. So it's, it's, that, that's a fun part too, is that if you have animals, watch what happens when you sit down and meditate, watch what happens with your animals. Because wonderful. Too, right it's an energetic connection there's an interconnectedness there so create the environment and set yourself up for success <clears throat> not failure not with the, the mindset of I, I can't oh, i can't i can't do it i can't do this i can't do that i can't if you keep saying i can't i can't i can't you won't you won't you won't 
But true. You're saying, I can, I can, I can. You do, you do, you do. True. Lisa, true. you have been so generous with your time. I also know that you have a gift that you would like to give someone, that you would like to uh, present to someone. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Um, the, the gift, well, there's one that you can actually do that anybody can do, and it's a sleep meditation because that's the one thing I hear the most about is not being able to sleep. So there's a sleep meditation. Um, I think that is on my other website, if I'm not mistaken. That's on lisawinsalvatore.com. Okay. Okay. So at the end and under the meditation section, there's a sleep meditation. So that's one thing. The other gift is the hour long consultation with me where we are going to really dive in a little bit and I'm going to have that particular person, whoever you are, prior to our meeting, write down a very freewheeling, loosey-goosey, unedited email of everything that they either love and, they, and that everything they don't like about their life and how they'd like to change it. Unedited. Perfect. Once, once they do that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we can make an appointment, get together and talk about that where I can present how I work, what I do with the Embody and Embrace program and how we together, because remember, I'm, I'm just a conduit. I'm a tool to, to help them. I'm kind of like the tour guide, you know? Sure. To, to co-create that customized program so that they can really go to and, and feel that they can have the ability to, to transcend and to make these positive changes and shifts in their life that sometimes they're struggling to even realize what it is that they want. And so by asking- Perfect. Say, yeah. Perfect. So that's what that would do. be great. So we can, so go to her website, www.embodyandembrace.com. Mm -hmm. Find out all about her program. And if you want to be in for the consultation, call into the show, 1-800-930-2819. Leave your name, phone number, and an email address. Thank you for listening to the Live the Good Life Show with Sabrina Wright. Tune in on the second Thursday of next month at 11 a.m. Pacific for more tips, tricks, and insights to help you invest in your best self. Find balance in your lifestyle and watch yourself evolve into who you're meant to be. For more information about Sabrina and her services, visit therightbalance.com. That's the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. 